is up? Welcome to Speech Class Audio with Jason Edgar. Uh, I am your host for the next 20 minutes. Excited to be joining you live May 13th, 2020. Uh, This show is brought to you by Morton College. Did you know Morton College offers 17 associate's degrees in applied sciences, five transfer program degrees, and 40 career certificates, including programs like forklifting, pharmacy, welding, and vet tech? I bet you did know that, because you're going there probably right now, or you probably need to in the next semester or so, but I digress. Not to mention the number one nursing program in the Chicagoland area, and that's what you want during a pandemic, is a nursing program. Morton College is excited to offer day-evening online hybrid courses during the fall, summer, and spring to meet the demands of your busy pandemic-y schedule. Uh, So whether you are looking to transfer to a four-year school or earn credits toward a career, Morton College has classes and the the schedule for you. For more information, call 708-656-8000 or look for them on Facebook under Morton College or visit them at www.morton.edu. I'm almost positive a lot of your questions could be asked uh, on the uh, on any one of those websites or simply calling them. Um, so anyways, uh, I am essentially functionally done with my uh, spring classes, uh, wrapping up what has to be the weirdest semester on record. I'm sure it was for you as well. Folks, that just doesn't happen ever. Like... Before the year 2020, it would be weird if we ever got like a snow day, you know, or two snow days in a row. And you think to yourself, wow, how will we ever recover? And then suddenly you have a semester where it's like you don't do anything. You don't go back to the buildings after spring break. Absolutely insane. And now you have like these colleges in the universe in, in the California, uh, in the California region, the, the UC schools like UCLA and UC Berkeley and things like that, they're saying they're not going to have face-to-face classes in the fall. So that's what I wanted to talk about today to my uh, summer school classes, but also um, anybody who's going to be taking a public speaking class over the summer or in the future uh, because they are having to do some sort of online speech class. And I'm going to title this audio, Adapting to the Pandemic. All right. Uh, so the summer semester is going to be completely online, and though and some of you would not wish to do this online, but because we're in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic, we are thrust into it. And what you need to do is you need to adapt to the situation. That is the number one thing. Okay, you're not going to be able to complain your way to a degree in the years 2020 and 2021, you're going to have to adapt to the learning situation. And it's not like everybody wants to do this. I certainly want to teach to my classes. I don't want to water everything, or I'm sorry, boil everything down to just doing everything like online. Okay. Uh, for me, I like lecturing. I, I mean, I like lecturing so much. I'm lecturing over a podcast right now. So let this class be kind of like your introduction to being thrusted into a remote learning uh, uh, situation if you've never been in one, okay? Talking to your instructor from start to finish and just simply making sure that you get all your information across. Because from a communication perspective, there's only really two ways that you ever communicate anyways, face-to-face and computer-mediated. So in the event of a pandemic, you have to be 
computer mediated as opposed to face to face, which means your professors are probably going to be just the same as well. All right. So anyways, here are some notes that you want to take uh, to make to make sure that you survive not only the pandemic, but speech class during the pandemic. Um, the first thing you want to make sure that you do is you don't want to be one of those students, and I'm sure that they mean well, that you wait till the very last minute to send all of your speeches. This is not practical. For starters, that wouldn't fly in any other classes, okay? Uh, if this was a normal semester, I would only let you make up one speech at the end of the semester. Uh, but since you have, since you pretty much can make up any speeches whenever you want, I had a few students in my spring semester that decided to give me them all at the exact same time. But here's the problem. There's no growth in between speeches, meaning that... Um, if you send me your persuasive and your informative and your final speech all at the same time, chances are you're going to be making the same mistakes in all three of those speeches. So I will literally cut and paste the informative critique that I had for you and just put it on the persuasive and put it on the final, tell you I did it, and then it will come true. I actually did that to a student. They sent two big speeches to me and I said, I'm just going to repeat the exact same criticism of you and let's see if it works and lo and behold it did and then it's the end of the semester and the student hasn't grown as a speaker whereas the students who submitted speeches on time got better as they submitted speeches so my solution to this is i'm i'm going to go back a little bit not be 100 percent accommodating dial it down down maybe to 90 percent accommodating and only allow you to make up one speech if you miss the deadline uh, at the end of the semester. All right, it's up to you to kind of keep up with this and to have a consistency with the class, okay? And not just do everything all at once because I'm assuming that those students who do all their speeches all at the end of the exact same time aren't practicing all their speeches five times. You've gotta be able to do that in order for you to succeed in this class is to practice each speech at least five times, okay? Um, the context of your speech is going to be important. So what I mean by context is that since you're going to be sending me uh, your speech videos, that means I'm going to be seeing everything that encompasses the video, right? The ideal student should be completely in the picture behind a podium with notes on that podium and their smoke detector batteries uh, updated. I'll talk about that later. But anyways... This is a public speaking class and I am required to critique your posture and your note holding and your gestures and all of these things can't be done if all you record is your face, okay? So whenever you are presenting your speeches, you've got to make sure that you're pretty much like the, the camera is at one end of the room and you're at the other end of the room speaking from a makeshift podium using note cards and keeping those note cards on the podium. Now let's go back to podium for a second. Folks, I'm a public speaking teacher of 15 years. I don't have a podium in my house, so I don't expect you to go out and buy a $400 podium. If you want to put three boxes on top of each other, that's totally fine. I had a gamer student who put had like six different boxes. One was an Xbox, one was a PlayStation, one was like a Nintendo box on top of each other, and that was her podium, and it was perfect, okay? I don't grade your context unless it's completely wrong, okay? You can look like Sanford and Son. Man, that's a long, that's an old joke. But I'm just saying you can stack boxes on top of each other. That's going to be way better than not having a podium at all. 
um, you can lose a serious amount of points if you don't have a context. And the reason you lose lots of points is because I'm going to talk about it over and over and over again. And if you're doing that, if you're doing the speeches but not doing the context, you're simply not listening to me, and it's going to be make me very frustrated. All right? So if you're going to be taking my class over the summer, figure out right now where you're going to record your speeches and make sure that you can get the your, your entire person into this into the uh, into the camera with you behind that podium with note cards on the podium, maybe by note cards as well. All right? Here's one last thing I'm also going to do this semester that's going to be different is that I'm not going to accept your speeches if more than half of it is read. Okay, now what I mean by that is that you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, I'm giving public speeches, but I'm going to have my notes in front of me and I could just read my entire speeches. No, you cannot. That is a terrible style of delivery. It would reduce your audience appeal. And honestly, I was just kind of tired and bored of it. And it was a big waste of time during the spring semester when 20% of my students are just simply reading their speeches. Like no one is getting anything accomplished here. Like I've already critiqued the student, told them not to read, and they continue to read. So they're wasting my time. And they're wasting their time as well because they're not doing anything that a five-year-old can't do. Ideal speakers are speaking extemporaneously, which is a conversation style delivered from notes to an audience that's been practiced. You can do this if you're not lazy, meaning you prepare your speech, practice it five times, and then record it, okay? Probably the fifth time you practice it, make sure you're practicing it right before you record so it's fresh in your mind. If your speech, if I get a sense that your speech is over half just simply reading, like you start off with terrible eye contact and you're reading and you're too dependent on notes and it's over 50% read, I'm sending it back to you and saying it's a zero until you resubmit. Oh, Jason Hitler. You got to learn. You got to learn. All right. So let's see here. Those are kind of things, those are kind of like tips to get you prepared for the public speaking aspect. But let's talk about how you go about your week in a, in a, in a speech class of this magnitude uh, with me as your instructor. And there's going to be three things that you really need technology-wise in order to succeed. And thankfully, they're all pretty easy and, and within your grasp. Uh, the first one is that you're going to need to learn how to record and upload your speeches. If it's 2020, chances are you have a way to record speeches, okay? Whether it's like a camera or a laptop. Um, it can't be anything like a Zoom camera. Well, it can be, but remember, you're probably used to sitting down during Zoom meetings. You can't do that during a speech. So you probably have some sort of computer camera or you have some sort of phone camera that can record you speaking. You've got to not only know how to record yourself, but also submit it to me. Now, very few students complained about uh, being able to record their speeches, and very few uh, students, if any, complained about getting me the inf uh, getting me the uh, recording. And most students gave me the recording in one of two ways: either they sent me a file that I myself had to either download or simply view. View. Chances are, I just viewed that document until I graded it, and then just deleted it. 
or you can actually upload your video to YouTube and simply send me the link. Now, are you going to become a viral sensation? Doubtful, because here what happens. As soon as you send me a YouTube link, I see to myself, I, I see, oh, they sent me a YouTube link. Chances are I should, I should uh, grade this fairly quickly, tell them that I'm done with it, and then they could take it off YouTube in case they don't want to be seen on there. And that's exactly what happens. So learn before your first speech how you're going to first well the context of your speech but also how you're going to record it and how you're going to send it to me either by some sort of attachment that's a video or you're going to send me a a, a link to youtube all right the second thing you're going to be able to uh, you're going to need is just simply a strong email address and it doesn't have to be the morton email address okay because what i'm going to be doing is i'm going to be uh, you're going to be sending me via email your link either to my Gmail account or to my Morton account. It doesn't matter to me. And I'm going to uh, I'm going to critique those speeches and then send you directly back your criticism that you that you ought to learn from and then improve your speaking. That's how you get good at this spe uh, speech class. Don't just send me your speech link and then don't hear from me ever again. You need to listen to my critiques or I'm sorry, read my critiques so you know how to get better. I'll get more into my credibility in a minute, but trust me when I say I'm one of the most credible people in the Chicagoland area whenever it comes to grading speeches and telling speakers how they could be better. All right. Your email address is extremely important to be emailing and sending and receiving emails from me and pretty much any professor you're going to be taking a class with. Last but not least, so you need to make sure you know how to use YouTube. Uh, you know how to use email. There's a website you're going to have to use to simply go to and review my lectures, but I think that's just a website link away. That's going to be Prezi. But last but not least, you need to be hovering around Blackboard once, if not twice or three times a day. That's where I send announcements. The announcements uh, will also have links to these speech class audios. They will have links to my lectures that are like um, ones that you would like see in a PowerPoint presentation and um, anything else that's important. Maybe like a quiz link that you need to go take a quiz or uh, simply the Blackboard announcements that just tell you what's going on this week and what is due. Chances are there's always going to be an assignment that's due. There's going to be an assignment that's upcoming and then maybe the reminder about uh, upcoming events. But make sure that you check Blackboard announcements all the time in my class, okay? Additionally, the other thing I do on announcements is I submit your grades early and often, okay? So as soon as you get done, as soon as I get done grading your speeches, I'm going to submit those grades via Blackboard and if you see that you got a zero, even though you submitted a speech, you email me and say, hey, Jedgar, you got you were, you gave me a zero, even though clearly here's my link to the speech. And I'll say, oh, I'm sorry, uh, overlord, uh, please forgive me and I will grade the speech right now. So the grade book is a check for you and me to make sure that you're getting the best grade possible. All right. Are we almost done? All right. Last but not least, and I hate to do this, but... Over the summer semester, if you submit a video of you speaking and your smoke detector is going off, you could potentially lose half of a letter grade. Now, let me tell you why. Because most of the time, whenever you get points deducted in uh, in my classes, you get it's like minus five. The speeches are about 150 points. And, uh, and you'll get like a minus five for things. Well, minus five is pretty much like half a letter grade, little under half a letter grade. And folks, 
it is an epidemic right now that people are not changing their smoke detectors. So here I come to save the day to tell you that you have got to change the batteries in your smoke detectors to save your life in the event of a fire, but also to not you know, annoy you and bug me during your speeches. Folks, that's not practical that whenever you're delivering a speech, every once in a while I hear a like, what is that? Okay. And it happened so often in my spring semester. Is it a Latino thing? Then change the narrative there. Okay. Get some batteries, change your smoke detector because that's going to save your life and also save your grade. Okay. And I'll even take those off on the small speeches, right? You execute the demonstration speech perfectly, but I hear that your smoke detector of chirping, you're going to get a 45 out of 50, which is an A minus because you didn't change your smoke detector batteries. And if you talk to Dr. Shoba about it, I'm going to say, Dr. Shoba, it's they're giving a speech and they're interrupting themselves. I think this is clearly important to make sure that the context of their speech is not annoying to them and having your smoke detector prepared is, uh, is one of those ways. Now, if you can't afford batteries, I'm very sorry about that, but then you're just going to have to not deliver that speech in that location. I can't hear smoke detectors, minus five if you do it, all right? And that's it for speech class audio. Did you listen to the audio before? How in 20 or 30 minutes, I believe it was, I taught you how to deliver and organize a speech. If you haven't listened to that, make sure you listen to it because it's pretty much the pilot episode of this speech class audio series, okay? This semester, or I'm sorry, this this lecture right now, uh, adapting to the pandemic, is a nice kind of duo to that because it teaches you, hey, you can do this class as long as you adapt and as long as you do these certain things, okay? So for all these reasons and many more, please be sure to lose your fear and find your voice. <laughs>